1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard After another dramatic night of Premiership action A draw at Livingston makes it four without a win for Celtic But Neil Lennon won't walk away Rangers look to Bournemouth for a potential double signing And Derek McInnes says some clubs could do better with their Covid protocols I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Well only one place to start again Gordon And it's another disappointing night for Neil Lennon and his Celtic side Bits of the game were much better than what went on Saturday But still ultimately came out with just a point More drop points The manager after the game is defiant Says he's going to stand his ground He'll stick it out He will fight He will scrap to stay at Celtic But the board have also come out and says The review that the promise will come Nearer the end of the month I think there's a lot of anticipation and the Celtic fans to see what really comes from that review Can it go any worse from now to the end of the season? I think some Celtic fans think it still might Yeah, it's certainly turning out to be a long season for Celtic and their supporters, Gordon um, Since the return of Dubai, the well-documented Dubai trip um, Three points, three draws Not good enough for the Celtic fans, not good enough for Neil Lennon because he sets very high standard and Celtic players. But well done to Livy. You've got to congratulate them. Ten games without defeat, going into a semi-final on Sunday, full of confidence, makes seven changes, seven changes against, um, you know, a very, very talented Celtic side and still unlucky not to come away with three points. 0141-951-1025 It's another night Yet another night Where I don't think You need much Encouragement Much introduction I don't need to nudge you In any particular direction It's fairly obvious What lots of you Will want to discuss tonight So let's get stuck Right in about it 01419511025 Let's go straight to the phones Right now with Ian Who is a Celtic fan Ian Sum up your feelings for us It's over Uh, Gordon How you doing Gordon Gordon and Mark Uh, I'm going to tell you something, guys. He's he's on extended time. He should have been gone after the Ferenc Baros game. I hope I hope you agree with me, Mark. Don't fall out with me. I'm an ex-footballer myself. Played a good standard. I finished my career as a centre-half. And I'm five feet seven. And Shane Duffy, that, that's a comedy show. Shane Duffy, he should be doing the road. He's wearing a mask. I hate I hate running Celtic players down, but that is a disgrace wearing a Celtic jersey. Mark, let me come back in, uh, yeah, mate. Uh, listen, uh, Ian, it's Shane Duffy. I've no doubt he is trying his very best, but I can't disagree with your analysis of his performance. It's it's been well under par. She, he, he seems to be struggling to do the simple things in the game, and that's a worry. He seems to be a guy short of all confidence. The simple things like heading, he seems to manage to duck out the way. The simple things like standing up to, to smaller strikers, strikers, he bundles them over. He consistently gives away fouls. Even in possession, there was a stage last night that I, I did feel for him in the second half where he had a couple where he, he kicked out the pitch. And I thought, he's struggling with every part of his game. And Neil Lennon and the coaching team, Saw that early on They took him out the side They gave him a rest They thought maybe we'd give him a rest He'll, he'll 
you know, sit, he'll watch the games, he'll come back, he'll learn from it. He's done that and it's the same result. And I don't know how much more it can go on. I don't know if there's any way they can get out of this. I don't know if they can send him back. I know they've paid a lot of money and a loan fee to get him here. I think if they realistically had the option, I think they would all analyse it and say, it's not worked out, thanks very much. But I don't know if it's a possibility Gordon Deal, I cannot believe this You have got this big, well thought out theory You were telling us all about it in the office You were going to blow the minds of the listeners tonight And by <laughs> six minutes past six Ian's come on and he's stolen it I think Ian's listened to what I was saying um, I believe that uh, Shane Duffy's in a cupboard in Brighton Locked up uh, I don't <laughs> think that's Shane Duffy I really don't uh, uh, Gordon, I, I think it's a bit like like Space Jam or yeah, something. Someone's like I, I don't know what's happened to this guy, and I'll tell you the reason why. I've been in football a long time. I sat and I watched the game last night. And halfway through the game, I looked on uh, you know Shane Duffy's Wikipedia page, and you're looking at a guy that's played against probably top centre forwards in the world, played in a Premier League, played with Republic Island, and. Someone has given them a contract, a fantastic contract. He's on well, well done to the guy. I have no problems with what players earn, but he looks like an amateur footballer and a professional game just now. And 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 I'm not. I I would never, you know, be hurtful to an our professional because we've all had bad games. We've all went through bad times in our season. I just look at this guy and think. What has happened to him? In the interests of fairness though, Ian I am sure you would agree This 20 point deficit Four without a win Dubai European failures the, the Recruitment The list goes This is about more than Shane Duffy So, you know Cut a bit of slack on that Right I'll, I'll, I'll put I'll put. I'm not going to put my head on the table here I'm going to tell you And Mark might be able to verify this for me And I think it's facts Neil Lennon Had nothing to do with the four players that he paid seventeen and a half million for, and Shane Duffy's one of them. And I'll tell you the other three that it totaled seventeen and a half million. Barkas never a goalkeeper. I'll tell you now, a blind man could have got that ball last night. That header. I'll be in a jetty in Clamala. Clamala should have not had part last night for that four-arm smash as well. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. Now Neil Lennon wanted three players. Agree with me if if he's one. Fraser Foster. We paid. Four and a half, five million for Barkas with the Fraser Foster uh, for but, six and a half uh, no, million. I, I, listen, the thing is, Ian, if Fraser Foster didn't want to come to the club, there's nothing mm. the club or Neil Lennon could do about that. And again, it would have been too hard. Barkas couldn't have saved that last night, could no he? Chance. Not a head no, no, no chance. I don't think Abs- so, Ian. Absolutely no chance. I'm not a Barkas fan, right? He's only for me. He's the only goalkeeper that dies and doesn't move his feet. He just dives where he's standing, whether that's to the right, the left, or back the way. And, and How I'm do you just, dive without moving your feet? He doesn't. He just stands there and dies. Throws himself to. The, uh, 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 I, I don't think. I'm Bar- going to see you try that. Right, I'll show you. I'll demonstrate it. I think, but I do not blame Barkas one bit for the header. I think defensively, one the free kick given away was shocking. Amateur, who was it? Well, picking on him tonight, Shane Duffy. Ball into the box. Ayers nowhere to be seen. Brown sneaks in. It's a great header from the boys, so let's let's not blame the goalkeeper here. The goalkeeper had nothing to do with that. There was times in that game last night I thought Celtic actually played some real good stuff, Gordon. I really did, but they just seemed to be 
if there's a mistake waiting to happen, it'll happen to Celtic just now. They're just that's the way they're going about their business. Ian, how do you feel about the manager situation? I think we lost Ian there. He seems to have dropped off, but you know he says that you got the gist of it, Mark. Yeah. Sort of un- untenable, if you like. And I think maybe a lot of Celtic fans will be on a similar theme. Yeah, um, but this is my argument where I can see where Neil Lennon is coming from. Now. Uh, I agree that it, it does need a change at Celtic The manager does need a change But in any other profession In any other walk of life Do we ever hear people saying You know what I've not done well I'm walking away That's uh, from a good contract I think the responsibility Has to come from above to remove it I suppose I, it, But it's, it's not another walk of life is it? It's not another job Football is unique in many ways It certainly it, is It does stand out from other jobs But uh, yes it's unique And the the characteristics you need within that are unique. And Neil Lennon is a fighter. We all know the way he played the game. We all know how he managed first time round, and it got results. I think in Neil Lennon's head, he truly believes that he can get something out of this team. But for many people outside the club, many fans, pundits, critics, they they can see no progress. So he's well within his right if he thinks he can change it to stay. But it has to come from above That they have to look at it and go Well what? Well done Neil You've done great for the club You've won trophy after trophy But sometimes It just expires your time at the club And that's now Right well Celtic fans Listen to this And then let us know what you think 01419511025 He's insisting The manager Neil Lennon That he, he won't walk away The dismal run did continue last night No wins this year 20 points behind Rangers um, Here's what he had to say When speaking to Alison Conroy after the game. Lots seven draws and that's really hampered us. But when you're in a winning position, you know, I'm disappointed we haven't seen the game out. Look, we know it's difficult here and obviously the conditions are difficult as well, but, you know, we should have been more than good enough to see it out. Where do you and the players and the club go from here? Because the, the results aren't I, I don't know what you mean by that. Where do we go? Well, what do you want us to do? But can you sense the frustration from, from the fans, I've from been, everybody? Yeah, about, I mean, everyone's frustrated. I've been sensing that for months, Alison. But I don't know. I don't get the question. Where do you go? What we do is we look to the next game and start trying to put wins together. Because at the minute the run's not good enough. Can you turn it round? Of course we can. You know, of course we can. Look, we've been rapidly, you know, with you know what's happened over the last couple of weeks. But um, I thought the performance wasn't too shabby at all tonight. I am very conscientious about the work that I do. Um, so if the club need to make a decision, then they need to make the decision. You're asking the wrong guy about my position. Uh, you know, I'm fed up answering it, really. I mean, everyone seems to be interested in, in my job. So be it. You know, you keep asking me about, uh, am I going to be here? I won't walk away, no. no absolutely not. I put too much into this. It's my life. And a month ago, we want to travel. And I know I keep banging on about it, but there has to be a sense. We've lost two games in the league. Europe wasn't good enough. I'm ready to League Cup. The human beings. Yeah, passionate words there from Neil Lennon. And words that I think that Mark said earlier that he expected, because Mark's been in a dressing room with him, knows the, the character. He knows that he's under severe pressure, Gordon. He knows that there's a section of the Celtic fans out there calling for his head. That's part and parcel of it. He's come out and defended his record. Quite rightly so. They've won the treble. He's won every trophy, apart from the last five months, has been an absolute nightmare for him as a manager. See, the problem with that, though, for a lot of Celtic fans, 
And whether we like it or not Five months That's a long time in football yeah, Maybe it never yeah. used to be and But it is We're not talking five minutes here Five months is a and long time in football And on top of that Gordon It's the most important Five months in You know Celtic fans Minds because of the ten in a row uh, That's what they looked looked to get And unfortunately It's all sort of a crumbled During that ten in a row uh, Season and I would love I don't know what's going to happen to Neil Lennon I'm not here to say Neil Lennon should be or should not be the manager of Celtic You look at the transfer window just now We're not hearing anything coming out of Celtic About signing new players uh, You've got Tasha well, to, to be fair, I think you are here to, to say whether you think Neil Lennon should be the manager of Celtic or not Um I think if they're if they're going to remove them, I think they should remove them now I don't think they should wait till the summer as and, people and say So would that in your mind be the best for all parties? Um Yes, it probably would. Um, I think that, um, you know, there's a rebuilding job there to be done. And the reason I'm saying that is because I think that it's going to be so difficult for Neil to win back the the, the vast majority of supporters that have turned against him. The one thing I'd love him to do is walk out with the same dignity he walked in. He deserves that. He's He's been terrific as a player. Some and would a, say it's too late for that. I'm no, sure his no, critics would say that. No, I, I disagree with that, and I think that's wrong, and I think that's very hard on him. Has he got well, things wrong this season? But yes, I, I'm he talking has. about the, the people who come on here and feel very passionately about it. it there's only so much dignity you can have when you're 20 points behind Rangers on the 21st of January. Yeah, of course it's been a disappointing season. Of course it has. But... You've got to understand what the guy has given to the club as as you know as a player and a manager, and I think you've got to cut him some slack for that. Right, Alec is a Celtic fan on the line. What's your take on it, Alec? Hi, Gordon. Gordon, Mark. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. I'm totally against with Gordon there. Uh, sorry. Hi, Gordon. The fact that uh, Neil Lennon is Celtic through and through. His time's up at the club, but I wouldn't say a bad one. He's a Celtic supporter. A Celtic player, a Celtic manager, if you cut him in half, he'd probably say Glasgow Celtic. I feel he's been badly let down by the, the targets that were bought this year. These guys must have been recommended. They must have scouts all over the place. As Gordon said on the first caller, I haven't seen Marcus make my save yet. Not one save have I seen that goalkeeper making. Shane Duffy, unbelievably bad. Wouldn't they get a game of the Glasgow Green at the weekend? Uh, the, the, the other big decision he made last night was he took Big Ayer off he was our best player he took him off and left Duffy on the park he's obviously spoke to Scott Brown before he went on the park what Scott Brown done last night was stupid he let his club down he let the manager down and he stood there like a cat and a rabbit caught in the headlights I would I would like a replacement manager but I'll no say a bad word against the man because cut him in half he will bleed through green and white should he walk Alec or does he need to be pushed then? Because that seems to be it. He's very clear. He's not walking away from this, but you're saying the time is up. So so should he walk or, or, or should Celtic pull the trigger? I, th- I think Celtic should uh, pull the trigger. Uh, and Because he's, he's not going to... I don't know what his contract situation is, Gordon. I don't know. Somebody says he's a rolling contract, something like that, that. I don't know, but... It's Gordon yeah, I think you're right. I think it's one, one, uh, one year rolling, Mark, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, have you if you're rolling on a rolling contract, Gordon, are you, I mean, the man doesn't need the money. The man's obviously a wealthy young man. At the end of the day, he's, he's, I think he's putting his, his self and his family through ridiculous situations. I mean, I'm, I'm not a, a, what do you call it, a, an internet bamplotter, but I read some of these comments against the man 
and it's ridiculous. Cut a man in half and you bleed green and white. His time's up. His time is up at Celtic. But who do we get? Do we go for Jack Ross or Havermen? Or something like that? Or big Yogi Berthy? The Ross County? We've got to take our time here. We've got to show you again. <laughs> Bring <laughs> you know? Honestly, there was a lot to take in because at first when Alex said about cutting Neil Lennon in half, it would say Celtic. I had the visions of this like big Celtic stick of rock, <laughs> and then he's got on Yogi Bear. Alex, great the entertainer. I enjoyed that. Alex, thank you very much. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. How telling is it that at twenty past six, we're not even really debating whether a red card for the Celtic captain Scott Brown was right or not because it, everything feels. Bigger than, than these things mm. at the moment The transfer window Scott Brown's sending off Individual moments last night it, it feels like there's a big picture Overshadowing all of that stuff But since we're here Can Scott Brown or anyone Have any complaints about that red card? No I don't think he can I mean straight off When I'm sitting watching it I thought straight away Oh that, that looks serious one That looks like a red card And when I seen the replay I mean what Scott tries to do I, I think it's just frustration it, it, It's something if I'm honest, that uh, Scott has been very good at doing over a number of years, and I think players all up and down the country do very similar. They try and leave a sly little dig on an opponent, and it's happened throughout the years. However, at the minute at Celtic, they can't even get that right. They can't even get the sly little digs right. It was that blatant. It was a straight red. I don't think there's any way you can defend it. No, you can't defend it. Um... I know what Mark's saying, but I'm not buying frustration. I don't think that being the captain of Celtic, he's come out uh, the day prior in the pressers talking about the fighting spirit and everything that's happening at Celtic, everybody together. And then he walks onto the park and he knows the manager is under severe pressure and goes and does the most stupidest thing I've seen from an experienced player. He deserved the red card. There's no debate that's a red card. Well, some people might want to debate it and if you do... Let's do it 01419511025 I'm still laughing at Yogi Bear So I'm going to take a breather <laughs> uh, We'll speak to Barry in Barhead He's got concerns around Celtic We'll hear them next Barry at breakfast On the last show we're talking about pranks in the workplace Paul had a hidden mic in the bingo While his pal was doing the bingo calling So I was listening to obviously all the callers coming through And then I just went and done a big ripper They thought it was Kev down the stairs that done the ripper But it wasn't, it was me up the stairs oh, poor guy It was really funny Live from Glasgow Barry at breakfast with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Clyde One you are the voice of Scottish football call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here 0141 951 1025 in the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter Greg Cunningham Amongst others On Twitter Gordon Not really interested In debating the football They just want a video Of you diving uh, Like Barcast Without moving your feet I yeah. Would the hip rehab Allow that I don't know if... I'm get, I'm waiting Until I get the purple strip First Because I think There's a big part To play right, with the okay. purple strip um, We were also going to speak to Was that David In Canvas Lang I think he's just disappeared So if you're listening David give us a call back uh, Barry is in Barhead He's on the line um, What are your thoughts on, on everything That's going on at Celtic At the moment Barry uh, pretty poor. I mean, <laughs> not going to sugarcoat it, but the previous caller saying there about uh, Neil Lennon, he'll not have a bad word said about him. Celtic fans don't want to say a bad word about Neil Lennon. This is what I don't get about some Celtic fans. It's like if you criticise a manager, that automatically makes you some sort of pariah, and you're against the club. I love Tommy Burns. I love watching Tommy Burns football. See if Tommy Burns 
had won leagues and stuff like that. We've been doing history. He'd played some great stuff. So for the last caller, nobody's against Neil Lennon. We just want what's best for the club. Anyway, my main point I'm getting on to you guys is I think with the Celtic board and Neil Lennon, the way this is going, I think this is going down Arsene Wenger route with Arsenal, where he was just, where he'd refused to leave and the board just kept him on. I think this, I think this is where this is going because to me, the board can control Neil Lennon. I don't think the board could control Brendan Rodgers, a.k.a. Uh, sorry, i.e. the Terminado. I think that was the beginning of the end for Brendan Rodgers. But what do you think? Do you think the board are keeping him here because he's basically he's somebody that Neil, here's 20 million to spend, or here's 10 million to spend, Neil, he'll go along with that. What do you think? It's a good question, Mark. If Why... Why is Neil Lennon still the Celtic manager? Is it because the board believes he can turn this around and win the league this season? Let's be honest, unlikely. Mm-hmm. Is it because he is the man to to rebuild it and and take it on again? What's what's the reason? Yeah, well, that's that's a big question that everybody's wondering now. Um, this is why this review. It, it says there would be a review of the whole position in January, and I'm reading. Snippets today that that's going to be revealed in a couple of weeks And it'll tell us what they think of his time From the the crowds gathering outside Celtic Park in December To now, what's went within that time With the Arsene Wenger comparison I mean Arsene Wenger, you know It was fine for him to get European places And get in the Champions League The difference is it's, that, that doesn't wash with Celtic fans Up here, it's either win or bust You need to win the league or... Or you're basically out You get, might get a, a few years And especially at a time When you were told or, or I'm not saying Neil Lennon Necessarily believed this But the perception Amongst the Celtic fans Who are now being critical Was that they were Years ahead of Rangers mm. Miles in front And yeah. then this couldn't Possibly turn as quickly well, As it, it did it's, it's been complacent From I, I think From top to bottom At Celtic I think they, they did have it easy Listen No doubt They Showed incredible consistency throughout the nine years But there were times in those years that they could have strengthened And they could have, you know, done bits and pieces to to distance themselves even further for Rangers But to answer your question, Gordon I think Neil's still the manager just now Because I don't think the board have the right man in place I don't think this is an option where you can get rid of the manager, Neil Lennon, just now And say to the assistants or... Uh, a youth team coach to come in and take it on an interim basis. Celtic, you need a manager to walk in the door the very next day. And I don't think the board have anybody lined up. Mm. I think they'll have a short list, but I don't think they have the man in place at the minute. So, so if that's uh, if that's the case, Mark, then you've got to you've got to ask why the board isn't in that position because this isn't an overnight thing. Uh, this has been going on since what say October. Right, you're not telling me through all those months and then when they come out and back to him and says, we're going to have a review. If you're the board of Celtic Football Club, and, and the modern day game is, is just what happens, you've got a manager lined up. But but Celtic isn't as easy a sell just now as it was, say, to Brendan Rodgers. I think any any decent manager from down south or Europe would come in and want to find out the structure of the club how it's going forward, what the transfer policy is like before they take it. I don't think you can just offer some to the Celtic job and they'll say, oh, brilliant, I'm taking that. That said, though, is there not a case to say that it can't get any worse? It can't get any worse. So the next guy knows that the only way is up. 
he he'll, he's got. I'm not saying the pre- the the pressure's never fully off, but for most people, this league is done done by a long road. So you've got between now and the end of the season to actually find your feet. Yeah, listen, that's an argument. Yeah, but you need to know at the end of the season what is going on behind the scenes going forward. Who do you report to for players? What what pool have you got over who comes in? The full running of the club Now Ronnie Dyla came in And Ronnie Dyla was a, a, a Relatively unknown But he changed things he, he got a little bit of leeway Even the diets And things like that Brendan Rodgers came in Blew everything apart The same way Martin O'Neill did Neil Lennon Didn't really do that In his two terms in charge Tony Mowbray never really done that I think if you're getting a top manager And top managers nowadays Study everything You know Behind the scenes Recruitment Staff I mean analysis mm. They want the full package They don't just want to be I'll manage this club To the end of the season And then hopefully Get my way in the summer I, th- I think I disagree Mark I think Celtic is an easy sell Because I think That any manager Being brought in Will get a fair share Of what's going to happen Because Celtic Need to move forward In a different direction Barry what is the solution then I mean The, the main line From Neil Lennon last night He didn't like Facing questions on it As you could hear But his, his main line Is that he, he's not walking away Is that something You would expect him to do? I can understand why he doesn't want to walk away because he's at a job that he wants to compete for. But, guys, Livingston dropped six players last night. They dropped six players. Celtic team was absolutely littered with internationals. Okay? We lost a goal from a ball over the top. Happening all season, we have not addressed these issues. This is simple things. This isn't hard stuff. This is Celtic Football Club, okay? We should be champion. We should be challenging for titles and looking to get in the Champions League. Not losing stupid goals to team for to, to Livingston that are dropping six players. That's yeah. where we're at just now. And it's not going to get any better until the board actually say, right, this hasn't worked. We're going to hold our hands up. You are right. We were wrong. And we'll move forward. Yeah, I mean, last night, Mark, was <laughs> sort of summed up Celtic's problems. 25 set pieces Celtic have conceded from this season, according to Neil Lennon. Yeah. 25 by... Remarkable. The, the middle of January. Yeah. How how does that? And, and yeah. And you know, there's an element. I, I, I do feel sorry for the coaching team because a lot of people come on here, and you know, John Kennedy and Neil Lennon, what they're doing defensively. But you can see that they've put these guys in a shape. They've tried different things. They've tried Man Martin. They've tried Zonal Martin. But it's accountability on the actual pitch that that matters. People, you know, willing to throw their bodies on the line. People willing to go with their man. People willing to attack the ball But these players Don't seem to be responding For some reason And If you're Celtic The last thing you want to do Is give inferior teams Any chance To put the ball in your box Seen a stat coming up last night Something like 53% of Celtic's goals Can see the comfort set pieces I mean that's just giving You know Teams like Livy Encouragement straight from the off So it's something That's been Celtic's Achilles heel all year And if I'm playing Celtic Next Wednesday And I'm Hamilton I'm thinking any set piece round the box We've got a chance of scoring here I mean Gordon The the very nature of Glasgow is You're always compared to the other team Mm -hmm. And that's why Rangers have been So good this season Is because they've not conceded goals I think in all competitions And I'm very quickly off the top of my head So correct me if I'm wrong I think it's 18 goals conceded For Rangers in all competitions Mm -hmm. And Celtic have conceded 25 From just set plays I mean there, There is never going to be one thing That's wrong with Celtic at the moment It's clearly a a culmination But my goodness That seems like quite a big factor It's a massive factor Gordon And Mark's right If if you're playing against a Celtic team And you look at the 
The players have got And the ability they've got In that team How do you hurt Celtic? Quite simple Any chance you've got Put it in the box You know from a throw in You look at Livingston They try that as well Try to put the Celtic defence Under pressure from Long throw ins The free kick comes in There's no No thought Of playing it short Or try to Pass her way through Get it in there Um, Individually Celtic are making mistakes Every single week From set plays But there's a bigger picture there Just It's not just those set plays It's a massive part of it mm. But there's a bigger picture as well Barry, what, what happens next then? What does the next week look like? What does the next couple of weeks, couple of months look like? What's the next step? I'd like to think um, I don't, I honestly don't know Because we're shoehorning players into different positions We're, we're deliberately um, Like guys like Ayer We don't know what his best position is now He's centre back, he's right back uh, Damien Duff You can't seem to strike up A partnership with him The Beaton's not a centre back So I, I generally don't know guys I don't think I don't think he's been trusted With any more money Or they're not trusting him To, to bring in anybody else I think he's had his time And I just think it, it's, it's broke Why try and fix this It's done If you don't want to give it to An interim manager Then That's the same take It's not It's not it's not, a, it's not a small team We should have contingency plans Thank you very much Barry and Barhead Passionate stuff 01419511025 Here's another snippet From Neil Lennon last night You have to do better You know Win the game You know Defend properly Defend the set players 25 from set players It's so easy You know and we They're lined up In the right position Brian just brushes off Chris And it's a free hit It's not good enough And then you're chasing the game We play brilliantly To get back into it Go in front and I just thought, you know, second half we were excellent until the goal and we sort of came off with them. And the red card obviously didn't help out. David and Cambus Lang, how do you feel as a Celtic fan listening to kind of Neil Lennon's explanation about things at the moment? Gone, well, it's just groundhog day, isn't it? It's just the same every single time. Um only thing I can say is we got a wee break last week when he when he couldn't actually turn up and engage it because he was self isolating. But I wish it that the, 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 the wee clip you put on about 15 minutes ago mm-hmm. Was I right in saying that you thought last night's performance wasn't too shabby? Did you actually say that? Yeah, yeah I think he says well it, The second half performance Yeah, was, was much better He thought the performance wasn't too shabby I mean, for, for, for minute one when, when Duffy gave the ball away the, the, the foul for the free kick You know, every time What you were talking about a minute ago Every time Celtic got a free kick Against him at the edge of the box there's people just running about screaming because you know what's coming. There's alarm bells ringing all the time. Lacks out done it against Hubs. And every single person I know was just sitting, it was like a collective heat stone going, can I believe it? Here we go. And sure enough, here we go and there it went. And it's just, I, I just can't believe that he said last night that the performance was too shabby. And his substitutions, he, he, he took Griffiths off and put, put Kamalo on. Why? I don't know. You would always leave Griffiths on the part of his fat. So if he's, if he's injured, fair enough. He took Ayer off and left Duffy on the park. And then the coup de gras, he took Turnbull off and left Christie in the park. Somebody texted me after half an hour and says, I didn't realise Ryan Christie was playing. And, and that was me. There was no flippancy about it. And his substitutions were just absolutely appalling. And I'm at a loss now. You're not going to brass neck this guy out the door. Somebody's going to, somebody's going to get shot him. Well, uh, like everybody else, we've all got our opinions, Gordon, of watching the game, substitutions. The manager, 
knows the players better. Um, I, I agree. I thought Ayer was probably one of Celtic's most dangerous players going down the, the right-hand side. I thought his final ball was poor at times. I couldn't believe Turnbull come off because I think Turnbull can give you that winner and I think that that pass that he can he can display Christy uh, Davies right I, I did Christy probably had one of his poorest games and f- for the life of me I cannot understand why they keep persevering bringing Clamalla on the pitch because he's not going to have a future there it's not worked out for a boy and yet he's sitting there five million um yeah, I, I think the substitutions, but we've all been there as a manager and a coach. You, you make them for the right reasons. You hope that they can turn the game for you and win the game. But I couldn't I couldn't farm out some of the substitutions last night. See a lot of Celtic fans on, on social media at the moment, Mark, feel like because of, of everything that's going on and where Celtic are at, that there's a sort of... You know, th- throw everything at it and, and hope, that, hope that something works. And, and there are a lot of changes, a lot of players used, different... Um, you know, different different kind of shapes yeah. and stuff in the past and, and David's mentioned a couple of them there. And it's the criticism you get when results don't go your way. I mean different seasons you do that and people say, Oh, it's worked well, but nothing is working and it looks aimless. I'm pretty sure Neil Lennon and John Kennedy are sitting there with a plan, why they're putting on Kamala, why they're taking off um Ayer and putting on Fring Pong. I'm sure they know in their heads, but when it doesn't pay off and you're 20 points behind Guys like David This this is the criticism you get That's that's what comes With being a Celtic manager um, David there, there's, there's so much here So you know you, You're talking about substitutions and, and set plays So that's That's within the game That These are the, the kind of small things What about The big picture I mean it's been quite a week It's been quite a few months Off and on the field was there a, did you see that result coming last night? Is that is that the sad thing as a Celtic fan that it's, it's perhaps not that surprising anymore? No, absolutely saw it coming. And we, 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 you know, I was looking at the fixtures, Hamilton. Would you be shocked? No. Would be part the following week? Would you be shocked again? No. And and this, you know, I, I, you kind of just give up at, at, at this point where you just think, you know, just get it undone me. You know, because it's just inevitable, but last night just it just seems I don't like only slaughter the guy. I don't like slaughter anybody for sale. Like I just want us to crack on and just just keep just keep keep rolling on. But you know, when he's coming out and, and, and you know, he's blaming attitude, he's blaming mentality, he's blaming this everybody's gonna blame but him. There's 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 no kind of a looking looking inwards and going, wait a minute, I mean I, there was a kind of tweet kicking about the day I watched that about some statement he made about it was on the twenty seventh of October. If I if I kind of a if I see it's gone wrong, I'll be the first to hold my hands up and I'll be the first to do something about it. 21st of January. Do you know what I mean? It's, um, it's not the 27th of October, it's three months later. How, how, dis- how dispiriting is that then, David, as a Celtic fan, in terms of how you view these games that come up? Because you should always look forward to games as a fan. I'm sure you and all your fellow Celtic fans thought you were going to win the league for a start. And at worst... Maybe thought that you'd have to look over your shoulder and do that old, you know, checking the Rangers result and how did they get on and is it nip and tuck? Is it close? The, the fact that you're you're saying you can't even really get excited or look forward to any any game coming up. How dispiriting is that? It's even worse for me because I've gave them five and a half hundred pound. It doesn't even work my daily. I can't even get into the, the virtual season ticket. I'm going to watch it on a laptop. It's worse now. We shouldn't laugh. Kick it up his dinner. It can't get any worse. No, it's horrible. You're watching it every single week, and 
there was a, a, a spell, October, November, you're saying, right, 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 that's it finished, let's kick on for you, let's kick on for here. You can only, you can only sit there and fool yourself so many times. And now I feel as if, to a great extent, we're having our intelligence question. You know, they're insulting that a wee bit by, by carrying on with us. I don't know the answer. You know, Eddie Howe, don't fancy him, right? Don't know the answer, don't know. If you were going to bust the bank, would, would, would you go to Oman or, or Qatar, wherever it is, and, and bust the bank for somebody like Lauren Blanc? Absolutely, but I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sitting here saying I know the, the perfect solution. But I just know that from the top, law will do, there's got to be a total clear out. All right, hang on the line, David, because um, Gordon DL has been telling us in the show that see, he somehow just stumbles across these pay-per-view events. I think he knows a guy, so I'll get him to, to sort you out with one of his dodgy sticks, and uh, we'll try and fix it for you. But in, in the meantime... Yes, as you'll know, a brand new game running all through January called Show Me The Money And today there was no winner That means that someone out there, possibly listening right now Missed out on the chance to win £18,000 Gary Spence made the call earlier, but no one answered within five rings So the good news is there's even more cash for you to win tomorrow And remember, if you've entered already, you stay in the draw until the end of next month The next game is worth £20,000 Pounds, please do not miss out. For your chance to win, text yes to 61025. That's yes to 61025. The texts are two pounds plus your standard message rate. Over 18s only. The full terms and online entry for this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition are on our website. Then five o'clock tomorrow, Gary Spence makes the call. All you need to do is answer within five rings and the money is yours. So to play Show Me the Money right now, text yes to 61025. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here Give us a call on the phones Or you can contact us on Twitter At Clyde SSB uh, Speaking of which, by the way You're on Twitter, Mark Wilson, aren't you? You joined mm. it, what, semi-recently? Ah, yeah, is that for yeah, what, mm, within yeah. the last year or so? How's it, how's it been going for you? That's fine. Yeah, I don't get too um, much abuse. Because Gordon, you're not on it. No. Yeah. Um, no. And I think that's for the best. I'll be honest. Is I, it? I, I really do. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm only Shane Duffy on Twitter. I still I, I see you. You sometimes get tagged in things on Twitter, which makes me think that you had a a Twitter account a few years ago. Is that right? Did you set one up and then uh, never really did anything? Yeah, with I, it? Set, I set one up about ten. How long has it been gone? How long has Twitter been going? Yeah, I think maybe it was about eight years ago or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah because like that. it came to my attention recently because people keep tagging you in it, but I, I know that you don't use Twitter. You're certainly not on there. No. Um, and there is a, there's a tweet there, and, and it's been brought to my attention. Um, it says, you know, Gordon Dale, there you are, joined September 2011. So, uh, yeah, you're right, almost 10 oh, years ago. Right at the start. Right and right and it's, it's, start. it's clearly you because it's got a picture of you, and then it says your only tweet, he's tweeted once, right? What was that? Um, on the 6th of September 2011. On Clyde One Super Scoreboard at 6 tonight with Jim Delahunt and Daryl King. So, a couple <laughs> of names from the past to you I clearly. One tweet. So, so that, that must have been it, right? That It gets better. It, it really does get better, <laughs> believe me. Now, you've got 146 followers, which is oh, not bad, con- considering <laughs> I'm um, not on it. considering you're not actually on it. And this Twitter account follows one, one other. He's, he only follows one account. Oh, oh, hold on. Right? Hold on, who's that? Now, you'd be thinking, well, maybe is it Super Scoreboard? So that that would be, be obvious. No, no uh, chance. Is it Clyde One, Radio Clyde News? Maybe, he's, I don't know, maybe Sky, maybe Wraith Rovers even, Man City. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
any, any guesses at all as t- to the one the one Twitter account that he follows. I'm starting to get worried about this boy. You know what? I'm scared to say what I think it is. So it's go ahead, Katie Price. <laughs> Mind. No, that's a setup. Is Katie following me back? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, that was in when she was in her prime, so I'm Honestly, quite happy. <laughs> I was delighted. <laughs> delighted. Big Katie. Oh. Uh, Callum Gallagher, who's up next, actually, he was the one that, that brought it to my attention. Oh. So you can thank Probably. him for it. Uh, 01419511025. Richie is a Rangers fan on the south side. What's your point tonight, Richie? Even panel, how you doing? Oh, good. How are you? Yeah, very well. Gordon, Gordon, Mark, hope you're well. Hope the families are well. Listen, just a, a quick one. I am going to give you a, a wee bit of respite from Dubai. Go for Not it. Not that I want to. Not that I want to, but I'm going to anyway. Um, just a couple of wee points on Rangers, because that's who I want to talk about. Not not Celtic. Um, a couple of points on, number one, just the panel's thoughts on prospects for Rangers in Europe. Obviously, with the next game coming up shortly. And then, importantly as well for us just now, because, as I say, this is our time coming up, um, prospects on keeping Stephen Gerrard in the next two or three seasons. I love this, Richie, because if I was to bring up the prospect that Stephen Gerrard might leave, we'd get dogs abuse from the Rangers fans, so you've done it. I'll blame blame you, right? Europe, first of all, Gordon, there'll there'll be no no reason why Rangers won't be confident based on, first of all, their own form. And the fact that, let's be honest, the, the draw could have been harder. Yeah, I think uh, they'll certainly be confident, uh, Gordon, because you know, riding high at top of the league, twenty points. That's going to, that's going to eventually they're going to go over the line with that. The way they're playing, squad rotation, everybody fighting for a place, um, confidence. The fact that they they don't lose a lot of goals. Um, yeah, uh, they'll fancy their chances, and and you rightly said there, it's not the hardest draw they could have got. Still got to be difficult in these stages of a European competition, but Rangers will definitely fancy their chances. Hmm. Have to agree with that. I, I think it's you know one of the best draws they could get. The way they're playing, the names have come up against in the past over the past couple of years, and managed not only home games that people put so much emphasis on, but away games, away performances, and once you know you get out the group stages. Uh, and you go into this, you know, last 32, the knockout stuff, the away performances are so important. Rangers seem to have a style that suits going away from home in Europe. In terms of prospects about Steven Gerrard staying, I mean, it's it's a good question. If he puts together a, a nice run in Europe, match with winning the title, um, I don't think there'll be any doubt that clubs down south will be looking at him. He's that big a name. Uh, and he's took a bit of time to rebuild at Rangers. Um, but I, I think they they will be sitting up and taking notice uh, of his European performances to match the league triumph this year. Is that the way you feel about it, Richie? That although I'm sure you're trying to enjoy it at the moment, are you already thinking that that's round the round the corner? Yeah, I think. Well, I think if we're, if we're being honest, most Rangers fans understand that you know he's already been earmarked 
apparently for a job down south with the club that he loves, but I think that might be a wee while away. If he does even go down south after us, well, I'm saying if he will. Um, but from our point of view, we just want to try and keep a hold of him for an arc or a, for a couple of years, I would say. Um, and again, under no illusions with regards to Europe, I'm not saying we're going to go and win it in terms of the Europa League, but it's just been delightful to see how we've progressed over the last three years, albeit um, you know, not being the dominant force in, in, in Scotland at this time. But this, as I say at the start of the call, if you don't mind me saying again, this is the time for Rangers fans to really, you know, just really enjoy what's going to be coming up. And unfortunately, there's, there's many fans, or many people on here listening just now that I know, um, that are Celtic fans that have been lapping it up for the last number of years, and that's the way it works, but... I think we've lost Richie Gordon DL. I don't know. You you seemed as if you were chomping at the bit to come in there, um, but it's it's a bit late to be honest. I think we need to move this on. Uh, it's time for this. Thanks to Richie in the South Side. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time. The floor is open to anyone out there, no matter where you're calling. Katie Price, if you're listening, give us a call. We'll re- reunite you in the Dazzler uh, on Beat the Pundit. 01419511025. Lines close at seven, so be quick. Your chance to beat the pundit is up next. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Katie Price's best pal Gordon DL joining us on the show tonight 01419511025 to join in at Clyde SSB on Twitter you're getting a lot of feedback on that Gordon I must admit as you would expect not a lot of it that I can that I can mm. read out um, but yeah we'll maybe maybe get back to that we'll maybe revisit it later on um, and, and see what we've got but 01419511025 as you would expect lots of disappointed Celtic fans after dropping points again last night I'm sure we'll hear more from them in the second hour um, Rangers have made contact with Bournemouth as they step up their interests in two players Jack Simpson and Namdi Offerbor a midfielder both their contracts run out in the summer uh, so potentially a bit of transfer news for you Rangers fans what do you make of that building up to the League Cup semi-finals this weekend as well so get your calls in we'll do this first Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football and an action Pack show as always Producer Chris I think I'm right in saying We have the Football Survival Pack To give away Again later on this hour as well The usual Thursday night treat for you So stay tuned uh, To find out how you can win that On the full time teaser A bit later on But Beat the Pundit is first up tonight Gary is in Crawford How's it going Gary? How we doing guys? Gary there's something about the phone lines That Beat the Pundit on a Thursday They're always busier Than any other night of the week Is there anything in that? Anything I should know? Eh, uh, no, no, just trans my arm tonight Well, that's good, because I thought it would be all about the United States of Arab Mark, is this the one week, is this the one week anniversary? <laughs> yeah, was, it was, uh, <laughs> you know it's hard to beat that, I don't think we'll beat that all season Oh, what, what Queen of the South? QT? QUT? What was it you said? QOS, obviously QOS QT QT See if you think that his QOS is as bad as your United wow, States of Arab You've got another thing coming I'm, And if you think that I'm fed up mentioning it You've also got another thing coming I'm yeah, going to do that all yeah. season 
long <laughs> And uh, that, you know, that guy Black Arthur The one that set up the account To keep an eye on your performances this season Halliday's on fire by the way So he's, he? he's kept his 100% record this Certainly season Certainly not perhaps Wilson's <laughs> Wilson's 100% record could be on yes, the line tonight no And incredibly right Black Arthur he's act, he, he, His stats are really detailed This guy He sent me a, no, a, a, a proper graphic here Mark And I don't know if this is true But he's got all your stats Correct answers 83% Points per game And all that 5 points No chance He also it? says Mushroom facts That at an average Of 5 seconds Per answer The mushroom Is the joint Slowest pundit With Keevans Oh see oh. What what it tells you Is I take my time and Until I get the right answer This no. guy Listen beat the pundit uh, Black Arthur I love your effort But I think you might Need to find another hobby He also says that You're also You're, you're first In the, the stats For correct answers Given on the first question How's he got enough time I, to do this? I have no idea But who's who's verifying that? <laughs> could I don't know exactly. It could be Robin Black Arthur uh, Right Gary I'm going <laughs> to toss the coin Heads it's Gordon Tails it is Mark Wilson No other way around Heads it's Mark Wilson Tails it's Gordon Diel Oh yes It's the United It's the President of the United oh, States yes. of Arab He's up again uh, Right Producer Chris You can pull the plug on Gordon Diel for us Make sure he can't hear Gary 30 seconds on the clock Up against Gordon Diel and you can pass That's all you need to know You ready? Yep Right let's go 30 seconds starts now Where did Celtic sign Albion Ayeti from? Oh, pass Who did Rangers beat In the 2009 Scottish Cup final? 2009 Who are Hibs playing In their League Cup semi This weekend? Uh, Johnson. Who scored more Mark Wilson For Dundee United Or Gordon DL For Rangers? Oh DL before Hibbs, Jackson Irvin last played for which English side? Pass. Name either side that Celtic have a game in hand against. Uh, St. Johnson. Okay. Nearly. Right, let's, let's bring back uh, Gordon DL. Can you bring back Gordon DL? I think we can. Gordon, can you hear us? I can hear you loud and clear. Good stuff, right? Over and out. I've just checked. No Dubai related questions Okay No Katie Price related questions Okay It should be straightforward Are you ready? Yeah Because by the way You need to get your finger out Your record oh, this year has been rubbish Right you ready? Yep Let's go Where did Celtic sign Albion Ayeti from? Um, Southampton Oh it's a ropey star. Which team did Rangers defeat In the 2009 Scottish Cup final? Uh, Man. Who are Hibs playing In their League Cup semi This weekend? St. Johnson. Who scored more, Mark Wilson for Dundee United or Gordon DL for Rangers? Uh, me. Before Hibbs, Jackson Irvin last played for which English side? Hull. Name either side that Celtic have a game in hand against. Um, Aberdeen. Morrow. Take your final answer on that one, okay? What a bad day there. Gary, what do you think? Don't know, too close to call They were tough, weren't they? Where did Celtic sign Albion Ayeti from, Mark Wilson? West Ham West Ham, none West of you got it Ham. Ah. <laughs> What a noise <laughs> uh, Which team did Rangers beat in the 9 Scottish Cup final? I thought you were about to say it Falkirk It is Falkirk, but you said St Mirren <laughs> So none of you got it Who are Hibs playing this weekend? The League Cup semi-St Johnson, you both got it, won all Who scored more, Mark Wilson for Dundee United no Or chance. DL for Rangers? How many do you think you got, Mark? Because uh, depending what website you check it's 11 mm, Apparently 8 What? You think it was more? Is this just league goals maybe? Aye, Aye come on It eight. might just be league 
Um, yeah. DL, you got nine, apparently. Ah, so there see you later, Wilson. He's pitched you by one. I'm right back. He's a straighter. Shows how bad you are. That's why you never play in the top league. He took penalty kicks. Yeah, he's dead a few times. Right, okay. So you both got that, so we're level. Oh, no. I cannot believe West Ham. Uh, before... <laughs> Before Hibbs, Jackson Irvin last played for Hull. Gordon Deal got it. Oh, that moves in front. Boom. It all comes down to this last one. Before Hibbs, oh no, sorry, name either side Celtic have a game in hand against. You said St Mirren. No, you said Aberdeen, then yeah. Motherwell. Aberdeen was right, Motherwell was wrong, and I need to accept your last answer. No, your first answer. No, final answer. Yes, first answer. It's final it's answer. Always it's the first answer. If you're on who wants to be a millionaire, it's, it's the final answer. Uh, no. We know in this show It's always the first answer no. It's my first victory It doesn't matter Because Gary didn't get that far ah, So you, you, yeah. you do win anyway Gary Hardlines See you no later worries, Wait till <laughs> Dark Wait till Dark Arthur gets that one And he's Black Arthur Or whatever his name is Get that in your list Right Gary Sorry about that See you later He's a bad winner <laughs> Well played last year. Ah, See, Gary's so polite. Well oh, done. You're punching okay, the I'm not interested in Gary. Gary's gone. He's beat. <laughs> <laughs> DL is back. Has it been a tough week for you? Because I must admit, you must have been getting slaughtered for the United States of America. Yeah, uh, by the way, I'm getting slaughtered for my performances this season. Is that we, Chris? Uh, they shouldn't ever get rid of him the better. The, 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 the questions are ridiculous. I cannot believe I didn't get Yeti West Ham. Do you know what? I, I can't, can't believe it. You've, I can't believe you've gone all Jeremy Clarkson. Right? I've just received the news, and I can't believe what you've done on the back of that. This is producer Chris's last night on the show. Good, get rid of him. He's been I... bumped because of you. <laughs> Delighted. No, seriously, you kicked, up, <laughs> you kicked up such a fuss that the questions were too hard, and he's gone. They've pulled the plug. He's gone as of tonight. It's his last night. Have we? Seriously? Hmm? Seriously. Oh, well, cheer up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> lot of sympathy. Oh, one four. Nah, he's a lovely wee boy. Lovely boy. <laughs> lovely wee boy. boy he's a grown adult. He's a wee guy. He's got a big beard and also. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, please uh, back to the football if we can. At Clyde S S B is madness on here. Honestly. Um, well, so I'm just checking. See, the problem is we're checking tweets and like you have to scroll through them very quickly and try and. Edit them in your head And see if you can read them out Because there's all sorts of stories There's a guy here That wants to talk about Katie Price's knickers That he got given And I honestly He would have been given them He was, he was some oh. sort of a, No 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 You two are not allowed To talk <laughs> on this I don't trust you Turning your mics off Nope mics are off um, It was it was at some sort of event And he got given them But I just had to Make sure that that was a a family-friendly story for the show. Right, I'm going to put your mic back on slowly. Please don't say anything about it. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. I, I, I've just received a text saying I stayed in the same room as Katie Price. Right, no, no, mic's back off. Right. Um, <laughs> another signing for Motherwell tonight. Uh, any of you Motherwell fans that might be interested? Gordon Dale being one of them. Uh, signed forward Harry Smith on loan from Northampton until the end of the season. Is he decent, Daz? You've been scouting him? Smudger's decent, yeah. Um, <laughs> he'll bring a bit of strength to the team, Gordon. And obviously, off to a good start. Two, two draws. I, I was hoping for four points. Uh, two is a good start and uh, something to build on. So, uh, welcome Harry to Motherwell Football Club. What's you, his second name? Smith. 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 Smudger. Uh, do you think it's important that you know Motherwell got that wee sort of n- small, quick, nippy striker in? That was important to add that. Yeah, he's not a striker. I know that. I know he is a striker. No, he is. is, is, he? is. He, he, he's a number ten. He just plays off. No, he's a striker. But I'm saying, is that important? Is that the type that they had to add? 
Um, I just think a, a fresh couple of fresh faces in Gordon doesn't matter. Nonsense. He's a six foot five target man, and you've yeah. just you've just outed yourself yeah. as not having a clue as to what you were on about. Let's bring in James, uh, who's a Celtic fan on the line. James, it's been quite the week. Sum up how you're feeling about things at the moment. Absolutely devastated. Um, could can anyone see this coming? I couldn't see this coming at all. I mean, it, just just at the end of the last season, I was it was a given. Ten was ours. I mean, I, I was travelling from Inverness to Glasgow every other week to see my heroes, and now now it's completely gone. I can't, I can't do it because of the pandemic. I feel like I can't do anything. I'm restricted, and all I can do is see things on the telly and what's going on with the club. But more importantly, I'm I'm still back in Neil Lennon here. The reason I'm backing him is because I think a lot of the signings that have come into that club have been through Peter Law. And one example I'll give you, lads, and hello panel, one example I'm going to give you right now would be the lad we signed from Hibs. What was his name? Um, I can't remember his name. So you're uh, going back to Scott Allen? Scott Allen. That's a perfect example. Right. That was a Toby signing. He never, he never played for their club. Why did we sign that boy? But to be fair, James, I mean, you're, it's not that you're wrong, but I mean, Celtic have, have done a lot of good things and, and won a lot since then, surely. Oh, no, without a doubt. But what I'm saying is, some these current signings, I think, have definitely come from the board. Well, Mark, that's that's the intrigue. You know, there's head of recruitment in place, there's Nicky Hammond. How much does he have to take the blame? How much does Peter Law take the blame? How much does Neil Lennon take the blame? The, the frustrating thing for fans like James, maybe you'll never know. We'll never know That's that's the thing It's not maybe about it Because these things Will only be known By the people In the club Will only be known By Neil Lennon John Kennedy Nicky Hammond Peter Lowell Me personally I think there's I think there's a bit Of all of them in there I think You know The signings That have been made I think Neil would have You know Identified I think they would have Been passed down to him And he, he may have had An option on a few And I think ultimately most of them we would have said yes on But they would have been brought by Nicky Hammond And Peter Lawwell I, I believe would have pushed some through over the years as well So I believe it's All of them And I think that's a frustration with the Celtic fans I don't think one person is accountable for The the calamitous season that Celtic have had I think it, it falls in a lot of people's heads But James does that mean then that you are Looking from the outside You've judged that Neil Lennon doesn't take a lot to do with the signings But but you're happy then that he can stay and, and be part of building building a team that turns this around? I think he definitely can, without a doubt. Um, yeah, I know just the way things have happened with COVID, etc., everything else, it's, it's gone against the club. Uh, the Dubai was just ridiculous. They shouldn't have done it in the first place. Um, and I'm going to hold my hands up and say that should never have happened. If maybe it's Celtic, it stayed at home. If my club had stayed at home and actually trained, trained at home like every other club, all this fiasco wouldn't have and all it's done is it's dented the club it's dented the players and I think they're just they're all on strings now they're, they're, they've got no confidence I don't know what's going on I think it's you heartbreaking I th- yeah well, you mentioned heartbreaking is an interesting word because I think you said devastated at the top you're clearly feeling very strongly about it and you mentioned the fact that you know you, you didn't see this coming how much does that matter how much does that add to the heartbreak as you call it is that is that one of the most difficult pills to swallow Absolutely devastating. I mean, there's when we lost that game at Ibrox one 0 when it came came off the shoulder, I was crying my eyes out. Absolutely crying my eyes out. 
I honestly couldn't stop crying. I, I knew, I almost knew there and then that's it gone. Um, some people have had different times of of when they thought it was gone, Gordon. Um, pff, signings without without knowing, because I'd love to be able to stand and, and provide that clarity that James is looking for. But James is so sure that Neil Lennon's not not to blame for the signings, and therefore Neil Lennon should stay. Um, but how, how does that how does that guarantee that that pro- whatever problem is there doesn't carry on? Because I've said it in the last couple of nights. What's going on here with the fact that it's the 21th of January and there's not a peep out of Celtic with mm. regards to the transfer window? Now, that's not because they don't need players. I think everyone acknowledges that. There is a feeling that everything is just in a s- suspended state at the moment. What what, what, what happens next? Um, good question. Um, I think the... I think the signings, Gordon... I don't think it's all down to Neil Lennon. I think Nicky Hammond must take responsibility... Um, there are targets out there that probably Neil's looked at and um, he, you know, may have not got his, his first target, his first choice and had to settle for someone else because a lot of those signings in the last since last January uh, to now have been poor, poor signings. They've not worked for some reason. Um, whether it's people just coming in and not being able to settle that club like Celtic, Scottish football coming in from different countries, whatever it may be, it's just not worked for them. But Neil st- somehow has still got to take responsibility because he's a manager, uh, so he must have a say. It's not just a case of saying, look, there's two or three players, um, just got on with it. Uh, I'm sure Neil has a say, but recruitment now, head of recruitment has a massive say in a club, as is a chief exec when it comes down to who comes in for the money and what sort of money they're paying out and sometimes the manager has to mm. carry that and just now it's not worked out for Neil and the, the, the players James talks about the confidence mark or lack of now and is that something you can see? Oh, I mean it's, it's clear for <clears throat> anyone to see the lack of confidence we touched on Shane Duffy earlier and it's quite evident in him but I think if you go through every single player now even the ones that were standing out you know Ryan Christie I thought at the start of the season was was probably a decent one but now it looks like everything's sucked out of him. Um, Turnbull, even in the past couple of games, hasn't been where he was when he was on that magnificent run. You know, it just seems like they're even dragging Turnbull down. Like his well. pass to Ayer last night was oh, quite was special. Outstanding, but outstanding pass. But that's the problem. Every Celtic player, when you go to Celtic, you're brought to the club for your ability, you know, your willingness to get on the ball, your bravery, your talent. It's Missing The talent is obviously there With these players you know But the confidence And the bravery Is seeping out them you know Week by week weird about Sort of live radio And having to just Kind of just go and, and hope that the right words come out I'm getting dogs on Twitter here For saying the 21th of January Did I say that? I don't know I didn't hear you And by the way There's multiple tweets So I must have The 21th? I must have Yeah, You've got to take a ribbing for that After last week of slagging Gordon Deal See there's a difference Between a slip of the tongue And the United States of Arab Alan Don't even try Don't even try And compare The 21st of January I don't know I don't know I'm dealing with amateurs It's not as bad as When you don't even notice So I'll take I must have Because there's there's multiple tweets My apologies I didn't realise you were all so perfect Alex Ray's just texted me Saying Daz that what? I had 11 goals for Dundee United He was And Alex never gets his stats mixed up We, we see him every Saturday He's bang on all the time 11 goals There we go He so scored that. you The full back out scored no, you didn't It didn't matter Because you both answered the same So I'll, I'll, I'll let you away with it uh, Thank you James <laughs> And Inverness uh, 
Uh, it's time that we do this. I can't find the usual dramatic music that goes along with it. Here we go. Full time teaser with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. More than a million paid in compensation every week. Plenty of time for your calls still to come We're going to take a look at the League Cup semi-finals as well We're going to be joined live on the show by someone who will be playing in them this weekend But every week on the full-time teaser on a Thursday We give you the chance to win a football survival pack We know it's rotten, you're having to watch the games at home at the moment So thanks to Thompson's personal injury solicitors We're giving you the chance to win a beer fridge, a case of beer to go in it, pies uh, and a bovril as well it's, it's quite a good setup. So all you need to do is correctly answer tonight's full time teaser Send one tweet with all the correct answers in before 7.45 So this is your 25 minute warning You need to be over 18 Full T's and C's at Clyde1.com And again doing it every week thanks to Thompson's personal injury solicitors I'll give you the question next Bowie at breakfast On the last show talking about pranks in the workplace Paul had a hidden mic in the bingo While his pal was doing the bingo calling So I was listening to obviously all the callers coming through And then I just went and done a big rip up They thought it was Kev down the stairs that done the rip up But it wasn't, it was me up the stairs oh, poor guy it was really funny. Live from Glasgow Bowie at breakfast With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Clyde One. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's the 21th of January, and uh, you can still get your calls in between now and 8 o'clock at Clyde SSB on Twitter. We're going to be joined live on the phone um, by Alex Gogic, who's hoping to lead Hibs into the League Cup. Final this weekend Still plenty of time For all your calls on Whether it's those Rangers signing targets Celtics performance Last night And dropping points uh, And all the rest of it So get your calls in please We're still here until 8 uh, Here's what I told you about Before the break Though we like this It's your chance to win The football survival pack Thanks to our friends At Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Here is your question Right uh, And do you know what Gordon DL No cheating please I'm not cheating Promise but... right um, Jerry and Erskine wants to know Currently in the Scottish Premiership um, There are 10 ex-Celtic players Who've played at least one competitive game for the club And they're now elsewhere in the Scottish Premiership mm-hmm. Can you name them now? Mark and Gordon have got until the end of the show But they'll give you a helping hand Because they will read out some You can add them to your list And you need to get all 10 between now and 7.45 tonight To enter that competition So one tweet with all 10 on it by 7.45 If you're over 18 you're in the hat for the football survival pack. This is according to Jerry and Erskine. So but see if he's missed any, you blame him. You don't blame me. That's they've, the o- they've only played one Celtic game. At least one. <laughs> At least <laughs> one. Sake. Like Tony Watt. Like Tony Watt. Yes, like Tony Watt. Does this every week. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, like Marcus Fraser. Uh, Marcus Fraser, yes. The, uh, well done. Jackson Irvin. Brilliant. Okay. Any more? Um, Paul McMullen. Mm. He okay. might have not played a first team game actually Not according to Jerry's list But that doesn't mean to say that Jerry's Jerry got it right it, I know he? exactly Jerry sent the question in uh, Jerry's um, not sounding I don't know I, I, he's, not on, he's not on the list That's all you need to know at the moment So uh, uh, yeah No competitive well done, appearances According to soccer base He doesn't have any anyway So you're fine Scott Allen Yep Scott Allen Okay we'll leave it there Because that's a good wee head start That you've given everyone at home Scott Allen Tony Watt Marcus Fraser Jackson Irvin So they've made it easy for you You guys at home you can add those four to your list And you need to come up with the other six 
players that are in the Scottish Premiership and have played a competitive game for Celtic at some point. Send them in at Clyde SSB to win the hat for the football survival pack. Yeah, happy yeah, with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay, back to usual on the phones 01419511025. And we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. You, you've got the question, yeah? I don't need to read it again to you for no, the I'm fine, I'm, I'm totally comfortable here. Yeah, good. <laughs> I can imagine. Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> Honestly, I'm see, feeling the, good. I'm feeling good. The Katie Price stuff has taken off on Twitter, ah, and it's, yeah. I'm I'm nervous as anything because I, I don't even want to go there with you guys. And um, I think it's for the best that we mm. that, that we don't mention it any further. But I have a couple of tweets in. Um, apparently, you've been spotted. Uh, uh, this can't be true, right? You've been spotted around Motherwell because I know you're a big celeb there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like jumping puddles and stuff with. What, what, what looks like no, new walking boots Don't on. exaggerate I wasn't jumping in no, them. Seriously that, Somebody sent me a message To say they saw you In the in the town centre Jumping in puddles And you had a pair of walking boots on What's I've the... got uh, Well uh, Once once everything Gets back to normal The Mushroom and I Are doing a few Monroes Right uh, Together We're going to try and get The 270 in Before the, the turn of the year <laughs> I think that's the right number He's missed 12 it Have Seriously Anyway hurry up uh, So I've got I'm starting to buy the gear Gordon So I've got new walking boots And I've been out, I've been out In the last Two nights uh, Trying them out So, so you, you genuinely have been out <laughs> Testing out your new walking boots Yeah yeah You've got to He told me about this When he came in Have you ever seen that episode Of Still Game Where Jack goes on about the toaster <laughs> So much That was him with the walking boots He was showing me a picture He's boots going uh, What do you make of these? Just a pair of brown boots No they're see, not that great Put them away Anyway right Back to football I'm delighted to say That we're joined on the line By Hibs midfielder Alex Gogic Alex thank you very much For joining us How are you? Hello guys I'm good Thanks for having me Ple- oh, yeah. Pleasure's all ours um, A very big game This weekend How much are you And the rest of the Hibs players Looking forward to it Yeah we're excited We're excited Big game Obviously we've been there Already this season But hopefully We take it to the next step This time Yeah I mean It's a, not often Alex In Scotland We get to this stage Of a, a major competition And there are no Celtic Or Rangers I don't know Does that make Hibs favourite Based on the league table And if so Does that add any Extra pressure Yeah As you said Obviously It's weird Normally Them two are always In the cup at this stage But um, No I don't think It adds any pressure To us I think We just gotta Do what we do And take this game On Saturday As Well as we can And Prepare We're preparing for it Anyways so hopefully we everything just goes well and we get a win yeah, and now, go to the final. Yeah, now I know you joined the club recently. It was only a couple of years ago, of course, that they, they won the Scottish Cup. I would imagine that the the sort of feel-good factor or, or the memories and the legacy of that Cup win, does that still surround the club? Does that make you want to, to get involved and win more silverware? Oh, yes, 100%. And you can see photos of the club and the training ground, Dave Gray as well scoring. So 100%. Does he talk Every about that? Wants- does he talk about that goal often, David Gray? Is he is he let it go now, or does he still talk about it? No, when when you ask about it, yeah, he talks about it. <laughs> it's a great moment. I think for any player, such a winner, and so late as well. But I think for every club, you want to win as many silver wins as you can. Yeah, speaking of goal scoring, though, um, I'm sure you don't mind me pointing out that you don't score many, but you got off to an absolute flyer um, with a, a fairly impressive goal at the weekend. Does that mean you've got the 
You've got the bit between your teeth You fancy finding the back of the net a bit more Yeah Waiting for to be honest I've had a few opportunities And some good saves from keeping I enjoyed it for sure And I don't really score that many But there's one to remember Absolutely I think one of our pundits Gave it the goal of the weekend I'm sure On Monday night So that's the biggest prize That's the one they all want Alex um, St Johnston What type of game Are you expecting Because you'll know You'll know everything About St Johnston Very regular um, Opponents What type of challenge Will they pose Well We know St Johnston They close And they don't really Concede many But also They can break away They've got They've got a good team I think they're always a dangerous team, even in the league for all of all of the other teams. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a tough game as well. I think uh, if we play well and do what we do best, I think we should get a win. You mentioned having been at hand in this season, and it goes without saying, looking for a happier outcome this time. Does that? Can you use that? Can you use the heart of that day to try and, and go one better this time? No, I think. Uh, for me personally, I think that's a motivation for being there and then just not not being happy at the end of the game. I think for me, I just want to get the other outcome and be buzzing after the game. Absolutely. What have you made of the the, the players around you then, Alex? There's been a lot said about particular... Um, I'm thinking Kevin Nisbet jumps, jumps to the forefront of the mind because he scored so many goals, having stepped up to... Uh, to the Premiership How impressed have you been With him and, and the guys You've got round about you oh, I think the whole team I think as a group We're so close And it's an amazing group Even from the first day I came Just uh, everyone was so nice And I think That's a good part About this team That we're all close We have that Good bond And I think for Nizi I think he did that Even in the Championship And he just proved everyone That he can do it In the Premier Premiership as well. How do you, how do you feel, kind of over, overall at the moment? What what what's the feeling? Because you, you take one glance at that league table and it looks very good. Third place at the moment, albeit Aberdeen, I think you know have a have a couple of games in hand. But then it's also maybe it's been a bit of a mini roller coaster at times. You mentioned the Hamden disappointment. You got back to winning ways against Kilmarnock after after a sticky run. Is it about finding that that consistency that everyone's looking yeah, for? I think we did have a bit of a downfall. Not a downfall, but I think maybe just a few games we weren't at it as we normally are. But I think now, even the Celtic game, we were played very well, and now the Kilmarnock was just perfect to get that win and just bounce back like we do. And now, hopefully, we go on a good run again. Alex, thank you very much for joining us. We wish you well at the weekend. All the best. Hopefully, thank we'll you speak very to you much. Soon. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, thank you for coming. That was Alex Gogic uh, looking to fire Hibs into the League Cup final this weekend against St Johnson. Fascinating ties, Gordon. Like we said, mm-hmm. I, I know it's not, it's it's just not what we're used to. That that's the reality of it. But what it means is, what a great incentive for the four teams in there. That will bring its own pressure Because you've got four groups of fans That quite understandably Believes that they can go on And, and definitely win this thing Well you're you're looking at four teams And there's not a lot between them You know Hibs will probably be the favourites Going in Saturday night against St Johnston But that's got to be a real difficult game And then you've got St Mirren Livingston How can you call that? I know Livingston are bang on for them And making so many changes last night With the semi-final in mind on Sunday 
But St Mirren under Jim Goodwin Who was there Got a, a, a good look at uh, Livingston last night Knows him inside out He'll have his, his own ideas Of getting to a final I just think it's a great uh, cup uh, competition Now Gordon Because how do you pick a winner from it? Anybody can go out there And win this competition Mm, no, without a doubt. I mean, it's exciting for the players themselves. I mean, I've been at this stage in competitions where Dundee United, you've still got Rangers and still in the cup, and you think, well, it's unrealistic. I've also been in the position where, you know, the big two are out. You're looking at other teams. Who will we face in the final? You get excitement thinking this is a real possibility. Does that bring its own pressure then? Well, it does. It doesn't turn out that way at Dundee United when <laughs> St. Johnson beat us in the Scottish Cup final, but it was still the. Excitement because I've been the other side when I went into the Scottish Cup final against Celtic. Yeah, look, you want when you think there's an outside chance, but you realistically know Celtic are going to win. But for these guys, four teams, Hibs okay, the club with the biggest stature, but Daz is right, not much between those sides the way they're playing at the minute. Any more on this teaser quickly yeah, before I've we take another call? Well, yep. I'll, I'll, I only want one more from you at the moment. Well, Mark set is up. Go on, Mark. Johnny Hayes. Yes, nice, easy one. Yeah, Niall McGinn must be one Yep, okay, we'll leave it there Niall McGinn, Johnny Hayes Scott Allen, Tony Watt Marcus Fraser Jackson Irvin We're making this really easy for you at home That means one, two, three You only need to find the other four players Currently in the Scottish Premiership Who've played a competitive game for Celtic You need to get the tweet in Within the next ten minutes To at Clyde SSB To be in with the chance of winning The football survival kit Right, let's go back to the phones John yeah. is a Celtic fan How are you feeling tonight, John? Eh, uh, terrible Absolutely terrible It's, it's been a joke it's a, As you see It's a circus It's a circus at Parkhead And Peter's the, the ringmaster uh, As he's I watched I've been, I've been listening to Neil Lennon's game It's been embarrassing and, uh, But Scott Brown He's another one That's the second time That man got me embarrassed Easter Road He's a penalty away Two each Flung, flung uh, two points away Last night Neil uh, No Neil What you call him Scott looked Scott looked kind of angry When he was coming on He's only on five minutes. He's another one that's let a club down. Uh, if I was Desmond Dernan, I'd be just going like that. Right? Peter's, Peter's going. He hired Neil. Neil will be going because he didn't get his attend. The guy that's signing the players is absolutely rotten. The chief scout is rotten. The signings, he says, I could tell about the boy for West Ham when he was doing there before they got him. Can he score? Celtic took him. The Jackie McNamara sees a couple, a couple of weeks ago. We're taking guys that kind of get a game for their own team and in England But they seem to be good For, for Celtic I say it's At least there's been one Shambles all season I don't think you always Can do that You know Broadly speaking Because take Scott Sinclair For instance He wasn't regular mm. At that level And came up here And was a revelation So that Anyway that's just a side point um, John I'm interested in your take On Scott Brown Because Quite often On this show You might have noticed People will always defend their team and, and they see something else and they, they want to argue with the pundits about it. And don't get me wrong, I have seen some Celtic fans on Twitter who don't think it was a red, but clearly you do. It was a stonewall red, mate. It was a stonewall red. They just, as I see, they swung his arms in and they just got a guy across the face. As I, see, it's, I don't know which Scottish not in a game now, but as I see, it's... But just every every day we're getting we're picking a paper up, we're listening to the radio, we're watching the telly, and it's getting worse at party. It's just getting worse. We're not getting any good news. As I see, Neil's talking. I don't know. As I see, I think him and I him and Scott still want the duty free coming back for Dubai. The way hey, steady, steady, John. I, I can't think the, say the, that. I'm afraid. The, the the point John's making there is it's getting worse. I think that's there is an element of truth in that because I think Celtic fans are looking at this week by week and thinking, I can't get any worse. 
And then come the Dubai debacle comes along and it is worse after the Rangers game. I can't get any worse than that. Then there's the press conference. Then there's, you know, the Livingston drop points. And there's drop point Hibs. And then last night, it can't get any worse. I can. It's another drop points and your captain gets sent off. Mm. And I think a lot of Celtic fans are scratching their head and going, next week, we've got a week to get through without any other crises or calamities. And it can't get much worse against Hamilton. There'll be some thinking I can There's something else Round the corner And that's why You know You think it It's a wise decision To make the change just now Because If they've got Somebody in mind Go ahead and do it You know Because it gives them a, a, An opportunity To to get in there Get a feel for the club And start rebuilding I think Celtic fans Need to mm. see Some signs of recovery Just now And in terms of What they're trying to sell Next season In terms mm. of Season tickets you can't just sell them at the end of May or the start of June. You have to have Celtic fans buying in to the future. And that makes sense for the change to happen. There's a lot of plot lines here, Gordon. It's not, started off the show, I think the first call was about Shane Duffy. Mm. Valid, but it's clearly not all about Shane Duffy. Then there was complaints about Barkas. Valid, but it's not all about Barkas. Scott Brown's another one. This has been a theme that's run throughout this entire season. Drop him, Neil, drop him, Neil Hurry up and drop him Get him out of the team Give someone else a chance That's what the phone lines used to say um, Then it's now it's happened uh, I think I read it last night Is that That was the seventh game I think in a row that, that Scott Brown's not started So being used a lot You know More sparingly Then he comes on And, and gets that red card John references the penalty Given away at Easter Road as well Yeah fr- uh, I think frustration Plays a big part in it But um, Take that aside Gordon He's an experienced player Now I'm starting to feel a bit for these Celtic guys. Look, Neil Lennon and Scott Brown coming into the spotlight. Look at what they've given Celtic. I know that John's on there having a real go at Scott Brown, and deservedly so, because I thought he let himself, his teammates, and more importantly, his manager, who's under severe pressure, down last night. But what Scott Brown's given to Celtic has been incredible throughout the years. As a player, as a captain, as a leader, lifting trophy after trophy. Neil is, is this not is this not similar to Neil Lennon though? Because that all of these things can be true at once. You mm-hmm. can acknowledge that Scott Brown's been a brilliant captain. You can acknowledge that Neil Lennon's a Celtic man. Cut him in half, and he'll bleed green and white. Yeah. He said one of the previous callers. But it, it, that for do you understand the Celtic fans who say right here, right now that that just isn't that's not doing it for me. I I, I totally understand because I think that they look at their club. And they can't believe how far it's went backwards, Gordon. Because there was a caller on earlier saying, nobody's seen this coming. Now, the beginning of the season when we all tipped uh, our teams, I think the majority of us guys in here as pundits, we all looked at Celtic and thought, right, the lad to their squad and they've won another trophy again and they're going for a 12 trophy and they're going 10 in a row. But for some reason... Every single thing they've touched this season mm. has went wrong. Yeah, look, players, managers, everybody comes in for criticism uh, when you're in a football club. That's part and parcel of the job. But I just think that just now, because of what's happening, I do feel for the guys because they scatter guns out and everybody's getting it. You can argue the point, rightly so. Right, 0141 951 1025. You've got three minutes left on this teaser. You're looking for 
The 10 players currently in the Scottish Premiership Who've made a competitive appearance At least one for Celtic So Marcus Fraser, Jackson Irvin, Niall McGinn, Johnny Hayes Scott Allen and Tony Watt You need to get the rest on your own I'm afraid Because the lines close in two minutes time Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Right the lines are closed For the football survival pack I will reveal the winner Before the end of the show And I'll give you all the answers But let's see how you two are getting on Jerry and Erskine's question Currently in the Scottish Premiership There are 10 ex-Celtic players They have to have played for Celtic At some point though, As in a first team appearance Niall McGinn Johnny Hayes Scott Allen Tony Watt Marcus Fraser Jackson Irvin That's what you had before the break yeah, yeah, I've decided to stay north, Gordon. Dylan McGeoch. Mm-hmm. And then we're heading back down the way. Take a right, <laughs> take a right at Perth, and Livingston Ambrose, F. A. Ambrose. Would it be a left at Perth? I'm just trying to figure out. Right. Anyway, uh, F. A. Ambrose is one. Who would have thought that for the second week in a row we're getting geography with your uncle Gordon after yeah. it went so wrong last week? Yeah. Um, he's back for more. Brilliant. Right. Okay. You've got. Uh, two to get If you're at home You can still play along But the competition For the survival pack Is closed um, So if you've got All your answers in You'll be in the right You'll be in the hat And uh, I'll reveal the winners And the rest of the answers Before the end of the show Let's go back uh, To the lines Gordon Is in Eastfield What's your point tonight Gordon? Hi how you doing? I'm well how are you? Yeah not bad Good. Not bad my, my point tonight Everything's about Celtic Everything's about Dubai Everything's about the the descend the Celtic. It's why is nothing about Steven Gerrard? How good he's been, how great he's been, and how everything about Rangers has been. Well, see, the thing is, Gordon, when you say nothing's been about that, I get one of these calls every night. Every night for the last couple of weeks, it's obviously been about Celtic because that's a massive story. But then I get one of these calls every night. At which point we then congratulate Rangers And we say Stephen Gerrard has been brilliant um, And on and on it goes But fair play to Gordon Maybe he's he's, he's not heard them So I don't know Mark Give the man what he uh, wants Right let's go With this line I said last week We had one last week Rangers have been magnificent Defensively outstanding To go in this run of games um, Incredible turnaround for him Stephen Gerrard and his coaching team You can clearly see The way the team's coached Every player sticks to their instructions the the lack of goals are losing comes through players' determination and and willing to really go through the mill for their their club and and a real pride in not conceding goals. But again, I'll say it the same as I said last week. They've got a real cutting edge at the other end that they put teams to the sword. And Stephen Gerrard, we were chatting about him earlier on how how well he's done not only domestically but in Europe. And you know you'd be su- very surprised if teams down south. We aren't sitting up and taking notice of that Explain to me how this all works Gordon Because I get bombarded on Twitter By your fellow Rangers fans who say Don't let Rangers fans on We're enjoying hearing the Celtic fans um, Going through a difficult time Which obviously we wouldn't do We like to hear from, from fans of all teams um, but, but then I get calls like yours And there's a sort of a, a thirst for, for credit And I feel that Rangers aren't aren't getting the, the credit they deserve We're, we're watching that I'm actually, I'm glad that Mark Wilson has said that. I'm glad the panel said that. But it's just, Stephen Gerrard, honestly, for three years, I've had I've had the text, oh, Stephen Gerrard, Stephen Gerrard. Absolute football legend. He's good at what he does. He's a man. And he just took us to where we are just now. And, and I'm just so happy. And I just want him to get the credit he's due, as well as the football club. 
that they're due, and and I'm glad that you've took my call tonight. I'm sure. I'm sure that Stephen Gerrard, Gordon. I'm sure even he would admit that the three years hasn't been plain sailing. It's been great to get to this point. You could always say it's been a work in progress. Fine, um, but th- th- he's had to he's had to ride out some tough times as well during that, has he not? Listen, it's not been plain sailing, as you say. But to, to be honest, I think. I, He's got, and do you know what? I hate when this happens because people think Gordon cut him off. I didn't do anything. I don't know where he went. I don't know where the other Gordon disappeared to. I did not touch anything. I didn't. I promise. But he's in the same place as Alex Gogic was with that reception. I think. <laughs> yeah, pretty poor. But look, look, Gordon, right? It's not been plain sailing for for three years. I mean, Andy, Andy Halliday was in here last night it. talking about that that night against Hamilton. You know, towards the end of last season. Oh yeah, yeah And yeah. if anything, you you can that's where Rangers deserve the praise because the, the speed of that turnaround since then. Ask anyone who was in the stadium that night. That got that got ropey that yeah. night. Um, and the feeling that you know maybe there were questions. Well, where are we going from here? And and, and you know, will we get will we get back to to where we want but to be? Right, in, right in, in, so that night, uh, that night against Hamilton, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. In, in many ways, that's just that just underlines how how well they've done this season. Yeah, to, and and you give credit to the Rangers board as well for sticking with it because you know I don't know if the if the season played out and Celtic being 13 points clear and it could have been more. Would Steven Gerrard survive? Who knows? But the board decided at that point to stick with it. He came back in the summer. Worked very hard on his team Recruitment was good Got them in early Daz mentioned that a, a, a few times last week And it's worked And you can do nothing But give them credit Speaking of which Gordon Those two names That, that, that we mentioned earlier on um, Potentially looking to Bournemouth Rangers have made contact Stepping up their interest In Jack Simpson Who's a defender mm-hmm. And, and Namdi Afobor 21 year old um, Midfielder Is this the ideal Type of recruitment For Rangers Because they don't need them to hit the ground If they could do something at the moment I mean They don't need them to hit the ground running You can take your time You can bed themselves in Some minutes here and there It looks like To everyone's mind Rangers are going to get over the line anyway Maybe once that day does come Then they, they, you know, they start playing more games I take it these these are signings for next season surely If it was to happen now Yeah if it to happen now I think it's perfect timing If it's the right But it might ju- just be you know something that happens down the line Yeah um, I think it would be perfect timing Gordon Because the team doesn't need any strengthening just now It's always nice to have better uh, other players and Of the same uh, ability But it doesn't need it Because they will go on and win the league And if you can get players in early That you have you know, identified and get them in, settle into the club Gives you a few months get, get to know the club Get to know the way that the manager thinks Get the pre-season behind you Then kick on from there So just now for Rangers The way things are going for them And if they can get these two guys on board There's always talk as as well as right Aberdeen Then I think it's the right time for them Yeah, I, I would agree with that We talk, uh, we spoke about Zungu as well You know, on loan It's the right time for him to play I, I do think there is benefits uh are people coming in uh, and bedding themselves in uh, when there's still you know some months to go, and it just gives them that head start coming the end of the season. Rangers got a spot on last year, and and maybe even the year before. Remember Defoe uh, and Davis came back, and it took a wee bit of time to get up to speed. And people say, "Oh, they're unfit," and they didn't produce in. But look at the the end result, what they're getting now, and that's the model Rangers are sticking to, and it's working. See this show, honestly, it just it takes on a life of its own, Gordon. I am starting to think you are an influencer. Do you know what an influencer is? Didn't think so. Yeah. Um, Gary Lineker, right, of all people, um, he tweeted to say that he's just had some heated socks. He's just bought heated socks um, for for this for this weekend. Um, 
And the response of of Glasgow or Scottish football Twitter out there is to tweet me about that and say, "Need to get Dazzler a pair of these," I've because been... they've heard all about your heated body warmer. Oh, really? Yeah, did you hear a... what he did the other night? What's that? He, should... he turned the heating off and opened all the windows in his flat so that he could <laughs> test out his heated body warmer. <laughs> Had to test oh, out, marvel this guy. Right. Anyway, um, so there we are, Gary Lineker. You've yeah. inv- you 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 have influenced mm. him to get the heated socks. That's the opinion out there uh, to the guys that are sending me. Uh, those messages um, Right Is it time to round this off? Yep Yeah I think it is Full time teaser With Thompson's Personal injury solicitors More than a million Paid in compensation Every week Right It's time to announce The winner Thanks to our friends At Thompson's Personal injury solicitors For hooking us up With the football Survival kit We need to see If we can get All the answers Or who are the 10 players Currently in the Scottish Premiership who have played for Celtic at some point You've got Niall McGinn Johnny Hayes Dylan McGeeck Scott Allen Tony Watt Effie Ambrose Marcus Fraser Jackson Irvin That means you've got two to get I thought Michael Gardine No oh. Never No I don't oh. think I, I can't see any Any official he Celtic played appearances under strack. Mm. Have mm. you got any? I'm struggling a little bit, Mark. You get two to get. You better hurry up. I'm looking for a, a clue. Gordon. Fairly obvious. Well, it's obviously not obvious because you can't get it. But recent, very recent, recent. A strange signing when you look back on it. Oh, Malumbu. Yeah, Yusuf Malumbu. Hmm. Yeah. Some just strange signing. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, right? Who's we just heard from Alex Gogic? Who are they playing this weekend? St Johnston. Right. St Johnston. Hmm. I don't know. St. No? Johnson St. Uh-huh. Celtic St. Johnson mm-hmm. What position? Goalkeeper No He, he yeah, well, always he thinks There's a goalie goal. And there are no goalies What position? Centre back No There's no no. Alright okay then You decide Initials Is he a famous footballing father as well Oh McCart Car- Jamie McCart Didn't he play? Yeah he's got one sub appearance In the League Cup For Celtic I Did think. he? Yeah <sighs> That was a tough one that Never there we go. That. Well done Thank you for taking part The winner is Scott Roper Well done to you Scott Scott's from Bonnie Bridge Keep an eye on your DMs Scott We will be in touch uh, Another lively show tonight Very busy We're back tomorrow at 6 o'clock I uh, wonder what Hugh Keevans made of last night's result And the ongoing uh, mad world of Scottish football well, We'll find out tomorrow at 6 Make sure you join us then And in the meantime The man who outed Gordon DL And his Twitter account That only follows Katie Price And no one else Is Callum Gallagher If his show is half as good As the fact that he brought that to my attention You're in for a treat Callum's up next We'll see you at 6 tomorrow